Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? I'm good. Uh, I've just found a, uh, a bottle of uh, essential oil blend cleaning spray mist next to where I'm recording, so uh, that might get sprayed at some point during the uh, podcast. Uh, you know what? I'll do it now. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna do it now. Oh, oh it smells so good. Too much That's fun. got on my computer. That's gone on my Brilliant. computer. That's going to be problematic soon. <laughs> I've, been Chris. I've had a really, really good week. It's been a lot of fun. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. I've had a good day. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what have you done? I've got a haircut because the oh. emergency's lifted across Japan. I mean, it's been lifted in, uh, in Miyagi up north now for quite a few weeks, but they finally lifted it in Tokyo, and I figured it's time to get a haircut. So I went out, got a haircut today, and now I look rather good. Although I did mess up uh, a key Japanese phrase. When I walked in, I was talking about how sweaty I was because it was quite hot, and I sort of said to him, right. oh, which means like I'm sweating a lot. But I cocked it up and I said, uh, oh, which literally translates as, I've earned the sweat. I've earned the sweat. <laughs> You've earned the sweat. Like, I've earned the sweat, which sounds like some sort of crappy proverb that I've just created <laughs> on the fly. Um, other than that, sounds sexy. good day so far. Good day so far. Yeah. Why are you in such a good mood then? What's so good? The sun's shining. Things are starting to get back to normal. I've read that apparently the nightclub GAY down the, cor- down the, down the corner of my uh, street is going to be um, selling takeaway beers from, from this week. So uh, I think Soho's going to get back on its feet. Soho's going to become like a, a, a kind of weird kind of unofficial pride for the next couple of months um, uh, as the sunny days continue. So, yeah, it's, 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 been, it's been good. Things are getting back on its feet. Um, politically, everyone is going to be breaking lockdown uh, fairly soon, thanks to uh, the government spad slash uh, advisor slash spin doctor, um, Dominic Cummings, because he uh, broke lockdown to go up north to just dick mm, about for a bit. Um, and obviously that's a big, big... Um, controversial subject here in, in England. So there's a lot of the, there's a, there's a government minister resigned this morning. We're, we're recording a week in advance. God knows how that one's going to pan out, but uh, he's done irrevocable damage. No, irre- irreparable damage uh, to, uh, to the lockdown. 
<laughs> by being an idiot and the Prime Minister supporting him. For those of you who don't know who Dominic Cummings is, he's sort of Boris Johnson's puppet master who hides in a shed around the back of number 10 Downing mm. Street. And uh, the fact he broke the rules uh, is ridiculous given his position right at the top of the tree. Mm. Don't know how he got there in the first place. But anyway, <laughs> ridiculous. Didn't get voted in. <laughs> I, I, I'd say... Things are kind of normal, but with caveats. Like if you go to a restaurant right. here, you have to sit apart from other people. Many places you have to wear a mask. So a mask. So I've got a funky black face mask made out of fabric, which is so mm. much more comfortable than the kind of medicinal doctor's masks that most people wear here. The sort of bright white ones. Um, and I've actually I've seen Riotaro the last couple of days just around the corner. He's uh, been working on his mm. channel, Riotaro's Japan, and I helped oh, him yes. as a cameraman as we gradually build out the Abroad in Japan cinematic universe with Ryotaro Japan. I'm going to go and see Natsuki as well next week for the first time since we both saw him together in Sapporo. So I'm really excited. Uh, it feels like things are going to start happening soon. I just can't wait to get nice. out of the damn apartment and stop hearing well, my the- bloody neighbours upstairs bumping around and doing all sorts of <laughs> annoying things. Bloody neighbours. They are bumpers. They are bumpers. Bumper. But I, no, surely, surely Natsuki, if Natsuki's back in, in the picture, surely you could get a, a haircut from him. I thought about it, but I thought I'd, I mm. want to meet Natsuki while looking I've earned my sweat. stylish. <laughs> yeah, I've earned the sweat. I want to, I want to turn up to Natsuki and already look kind of good. I've lost a bit of weight, okay. that, given that I've been mm. wandering around, and I wanted the haircut to go with it. I wanted to surprise him. Uh, so he sees me come out of the car, and I can swagger over, and he'll be like, whoa, Chris, you've lost weight, and your hair's good. And I'll be like, yeah, I took advantage of the coronavirus. I took advantage <laughs> of the quarantine. Um, a bit of a, <laughs> by getting a, a stomach worm <laughs> oh, I, um, I, I, you were doing a, a live um, a live little chat I think on Saturday I think it was yeah I did a live show I, I, yeah. I popped in uh, said uh, I liked your little beard and then disappeared again uh, you didn't you didn't comment you missed my, my comment so uh, <laughs> you looked like you were having Damn fun you. you mean you didn't watch <laughs> the entire live show um, for those that missed Enough it time. responsibilities there was yeah, no that's not good enough Pete I did talk about you a few times Mostly flattering. Oh, um, but yeah, I did a live show. Bless. I kind of got into the habit of it since our Sapporo live show that we did uh, back in February, then one for my birthday. Mm. I thought I'd do it again because it's quite fun. Um, and I got this little 80s, 1980s diorama. I don't know if you saw, right at the start of the show, I pulled yes. it out. And it's this little <laughs> diorama that I've built in my free time. And I love it. And I'm gonna, I bought a green screen. I'm going to green screen myself like into the tiny diorama, which sounds a bit mental. But if it works, it'll be phenomenal. But I suspect yeah, it won't you work. You could be like a, a naughty sim. Get one of those little sort of green sim. gems on top of your head. You know, like the Sims. Get one of those <laughs> little green gems to stick on top of your head. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll do that. But yeah, it's been a funny week. Um, obviously, coronavirus is uh, it's improved a little bit in Japan. There was a ridiculous news story, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, but Japan kind of it dropped the emergency, given that there's the number of cases is has dropped dramatically um, from its peak of 700. And all in all, Japan has fared pretty well compared to the US and the UK and most other countries, which is extraordinary given that Japan sort of cocked it up. If you recall back in April, it received a lot of uh, criticism given that they were hosting the Olympics, eight years in the making, billions of dollars, and they didn't want to cancel it. And they so they there's a lot of people thought they kind of suppressed the numbers. Um, anyway, once they cancelled it, Numbers started to rise, ultimately peaking at 700 
uh, deaths, I think, in a single day. Sorry, 700 cases in a single day. Um, but looking back now, Japan has had 16,000 cases and 784 deaths, which isn't that significant compared to the US. So it's not a, a pretty big number compared to the US or the UK. US has had 1.6 million cases and 93,000 deaths, and the UK has had 250,000 cases and 35,000 deaths. So Japan has fared pretty well given its population of 126 million and the fact it's got a vulnerable elderly population, one of the largest elderly populations in the world. So why do you think that is, Pete? What do you think? Why do you think Japan has fared better than other countries now that I've made you an expert in virology? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I guess a lot of the uh, a lot of the tourist tourism to Japan is is Chinese. Chinese are very proactive uh, when it came to um when it came to uh, shutting down, shutting down their their part of of the operation, but obviously the, it's it's a no contact culture. There's there's a lot of bowing and a lot of the, there's no handshakes. They're, they're they're very sort of meticulously clean, mm. um, and they do wear face masks. And, and that was something that was sort of posited um, when Japan's cases were very very low. But I think a lot of people thought that that was a political maneuver by Shinzo Abe to sort of basically say and, and his and his operation uh, to basically say, look, um, we're open for business, we're open for for the Olympics. But it, it seems that. The, 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 all of the steps uh, made by the Japanese have has really flattened a, a rather um, not inconsequential, but a, a rather um, a rather low amount of cases compared to uh, the people who are around them. But then again, mm. South Korea did, did did excellent work shutting down a lot earlier than everyone else. They were very aware of things, and yeah, they, they just took responsible measures uh, as, as and when. Um, I am very much enjoying uh, the next thing you're going to be talking about the uh, the Japanese TV program, Chris. <laughs> yeah, so experts claim that uh, the very low obesity rates, the low contact culture and the adoption of face mm. masks is the main reason or one of the biggest reasons Japan fared well. But the other day on TBS, one of Japan's biggest news uh, channels, there was a ridiculous little scene where they showed a woman, just a, a Japanese woman with a piece of paper clipped in front of her face and they made her say the line in Japanese, Kore wa pendes. Right, which means this is a pen, the infamous Japanese phrase. One of the first Japanese phrases you learn <laughs> when you're uh, when you learn the language, and one of the few phrases that you'll never ever actually use. <laughs> ironically, then um, after she's said "koru apendes," you can see the the paper sways only very slightly in front of her face because of mm. the way she's breathing out when she speaks, and then she says the line, "This is a pen." In English, and this time the paper snaps violently <laughs> against the kind of her breath that emanates from her mouth. It's all really dramatic. And they cut to the studio where one of the pre- presenters is like, eh, so why? oh my God, this is it. This is probably the reason that Japan is so brilliant because our language doesn't lead, lead people to breathe out much when we speak. And the whole <laughs> TV show is so happy and delighted. Uh, and they, they kind of claim that maybe this is it. This is the reason why the spread of infections maybe in Japan it, yeah. has been so low pronunciation between different languages english is rubbish japan japanese is brilliant oh my god it's that weird it's that ridiculous. Well, they, 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 well, I guess the um, well, well, they do have softer peas, don't they? That that is true. That 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 is effectively very true. And and maybe that is uh, a zero 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 point one percent or zero point zero 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 one percent why uh, why people are, are getting sick from it. But yeah, um, it seems rather fanciful, um, especially when people who are eating noodles are slopping it all over the place when they're going. <laughs> And all that business. Well, so, you know, we don't do that for one. 
<laughs> it wasn't the most scientific test, though. Like she, she just gets a piece of paper in front of her face and says, "Call him a pen test," and then the paper doesn't move. And then yeah. she says it in English. This is a this pen, a pen. In much more dramatic fashion. <laughs> Obviously, the paper's going to move. Ridiculous, but uh, that's it. Enjoyable. Wasn't the face masks? Wasn't the universal health care or the low obesity rate or the low contact culture? Yeah. It was Corey Pendes. Nobody, nobody needs a pen. Everyone's using computers nowadays. Computer, computer. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you actually ever used the phrase Korua Pendes? It is like the first no. day of learning it's, it's, Japanese. It's, they always use that phrase. I don't know why. Is um is is um in Pitsu, is that pencil? I, yeah, I forget yeah. what that is. Oh right, okay. So they do use pen. Um I just presumed it was the same word. No, I've never had to use that um unless I did ask I did ask someone where are the pens in a shop. But I did, did, you know, so it's probably See, quite a good sentence. question, though, isn't it? That is Everyone a good question. In Tokyo hands. <laughs> I think it's because the phrase korewa pennes, you can learn everything you need to about Japanese grammar right there and then, right? Korewa, uh, how to kind of the subject and how wa means mm. regarding, and then pen, the object. I don't know. I think that's the main reason why. But uh, one thing for sure is it wasn't the main reason. I don't think it was the main reason that uh, Japan fared very well in the face of the global pandemic. Um, but that's no. not been the only news story that's been on my radar this week. A lot of a lot of you guys listening in have been messaging me the last few days. I don't know if you've heard about this, Pete, but the obviously the number of tourists coming to Japan, the foreign travellers, are dramatically lower this year, unsurprisingly. 99.9% lower than 2019 with just 2,900 foreign travellers in April. I don't even know how they got here because I think all the airports were closed anyway. But um, Mm. as a result, the Japanese government has been talking about subsidising tourism. And there was a report, I think, in the Japan Times a few days ago that said that uh, the government's looking at spending $12 billion, a trillion yen, uh, on encouraging tourism within Japan. Although it was mostly focused on domestic tourism. But then somehow... Loads of like online media outlets that clearly don't do their homework took this as a, as, as to mean that uh, the Japanese government was funding um, funding foreign tourists coming to Japan, basically covering half their costs. So, if say you come to Japan sometime later this year, Pete, half of your costs would have been covered. It sounded very good to be tr- <laughs> too good to be true. I got a comment here from Liam. It says, "Guys, I know I'm probably getting super excited over something that very well could get shot down." But have you seen or heard anything about Japan planning to set aside a large chunk of money to subsidize the cost for tourists? I read that the gentleman in charge of Japan's tourism is saying he'd like to send he'd like to set aside twelve point five billion dollars to help pay for up to half of something uh, like that of people's trips starting hopefully in July. Um, given that I've cancelled my trip, this would be amazing and brilliant. Um, sorry to rain on your parade, Liam, but uh, that won't be happening. They might do something, but the yeah the the budget they set aside was mainly for domestic tourists. They're going to have like vouchers and things to encourage people to travel within Japan. I think right now the Japanese government has put foreign tourism kind of on the back burner, which isn't much of a surprise to be to be honest. Um, no, are you and, disappointed and also, to hear that, Pete? <laughs> well, I well I I only just I I did hear about that over the weekend, but you do sort of think, well, listen, if even if even if they decided to, um, you know, use some of that twelve point five 
uh, a billion whatever you know uh, dollars. dollars to um to 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 um to to subsidize uh, tourism um there's going to be a lot of forms to fill in and by the end of it you're not going to want to go <laughs> so don't worry about it they will require many many forms to be filled in uh, if you want to go so uh, yeah i i i i think the the process would be so painful you would at the end of it not even want to travel i think you'd be so exhausted and even then $12.5 billion wouldn't cover half the cost of a night out with Pete Donaldson in Chicago I know. anyway. If I want you stay, baby, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> dear, oh dear. But you're right about the paperwork. Um, I think I mentioned last week the um, 100,000 yen the Japanese government has given to everyone in the country who's a resident, right? But I don't know anyone that's got it yet because the paperwork is substantial. Extensive. And even then the local government... <laughs> authorities that are kind of overseeing it just don't know what's going on it's apparently it's a chaotic nightmare that's what happens <laughs> when you use exclusively yeah. paper um correct for speedy japanese this week we got a, an email from graham from canada he says hi chris and pete listening to the latest podcast and hearing about whiskey which we discussed last week uh mm-hmm. listening about whiskey got me wondering how you would order drinks at a bar for example how would you order neat or on the rocks thanks guys stay safe and healthy cheers from graham from canada do you know the answer to this though pete given you like to drink whiskey and i remember mm-hmm. what last time you were in kyushu you, you spent a unfathomable sum of money on a glass of hibiki did you actually know how to pronounce it or say that in japanese um i just i, I think uh, i just usually point at the the whiskey uh is, <laughs> that ipai, is, is, that, is that a glass of whiskey a glass of something a pint of something yeah, i don't yeah. know Ipai. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah, so it's a choose your whiskey. You've got Hibiki, Ipai, Onigashimas. Uh, I mean, it, it is pigeon Japanese, but <laughs> I get by with it. <laughs> to be fair, I mean, whiskey in Japanese is just whiskey, right? Whiskey. Mm. Uh, it's pronounced with an oo sound, like oo whiskey. Um, but the three main ways people drink whiskey uh, on the rocks with water, with soda here, it's quite easy to um, to say it, and I'll teach you them now. Uh, whiskey on the rocks, oh. on the rocks, it's just rockade, right? Rock yeah. rockade, on the rocks. Um, with water, what's water in Japanese, Pete? Mizu. Hey. Uh, yes, it's mizu wari, mizu wari. Wari is a word that means kind of part, part of, so part water, right. mizu wari. And then uh, what do you think soda is in Japanese, Pete? I'm going to go with soda or soda. <laughs> Close, yeah, soda, soda. It's like an elongated O, so soda. And again, ah, soda. wari, soda wari. So there you go, miziwari with water, soda wari on the, uh, with, with soda, um, and rokude on the rocks. And then you can just say, santori whiskey rokude on a gaisimasu, if you want santori whiskey on the rocks. It's as simple as that. Ah, what do you reckon, please? Roku, rokude. Give it a stab. Santori whiskey rokude on a gaisimasu. Perfect. Yeah, that, that'd be go. enough. Alternatively, well, I, well de, 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 uh, the the marker de is like um, yeah. inside or, or kind of like, if you want uchi de, um, uh, I, I don't know, it's got it like walk through, well, like, walk it through, means... a, through a park or something. Uh, uchi Wait. is house, isn't it? Sorry, you're on house. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Koen, koen de, whiskey in the house. Like koen de Would that be like walk through the park or something? Uh, like inside the parks, or the the, the the rocks are in in the whiskey, or the whiskey's inside? Uh, the yeah, like the way you, you'd use the particle there, it means kind of like by way of. So what you're saying there, rock there, right. is literally by way of rocks, like by means of rock, like on the rocks. Uh, rock there, there's a while there, it's all the while there. But um, 
Yeah, it's pretty simple. To be fair, you could just walk into a bar mm. and go, whiskey, and it would work. But if you can say, Suntory whiskey, look there, on the glass mask, then it might give you the edge, and it might there's always be a menu. beginning of a there's beautiful a friendship. Menu. Exactly, there's always <laughs> a menu as well, and just point at that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Are you struggling to find something to watch during lockdown? You've drained Netflix, rewatched all your old favourites, and now you need something new? Well, we're here to help. Join us for Clash of the Titles, the podcast where two movies with something in common go head-to-head in a fight to the death. Release the Kraken. Well, not death. We just decide which one is better. When they do a long shot of the crowd in the ivory tower, it's different to the close-up. And if you look closely, you can see E.T., Mickey Mouse, Chewbacca, <laughs> um, no. Ewoks, and C-3PO. So when Wolfgang Peterson went to Spielberg and went, yeah, uh, could you maybe um, re-edit uh, my, my movie? Uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg went, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm probably going to cut out? E-F***. 
tea, mate. <laughs> I made that. Find your new favourite movie or revisit an old classic with me, Alex Zane, Vicky Crompton and Chris Tilly. New episodes out every Monday and Thursday. Clash of the Titles is a Stakhanov production. Um, now let's turn our attention to the fax machine. What have we got this week, Mr. Donaldson, in the fax machine? We've got a message from Kimberly from New Zealand. Hello, the almighty Chris and Pete. Um, why did I call you almighty, you may ask? Well, I was watching Primetime TV and noticed that you were on an ad on TV. This is how wow. you know you've made it. You end up on New Zealand TV. Both my dad and I shouted, Chris, when we saw it was you, as I've got him hooked on watching your YouTube channel as well. Both of our favourites being when English goes wrong in Japan. Would you consider doing a podcast episode uh, where you focus heavily on the Japanese language, such as methods in helping learn the language, especially during lockdown? Uh, what's most important to focus on learning? I wanted to have a conversation with people and advice you both may have. I wish you, to you two all the best and all the sanity during this time. Keep up the great work with the podcast, Kimberly from New Zealand. We've done a couple of episodes where we sort of um, focused on... Um, Less speedy Japanese, I think it's fair to say, Chris. But why the hell were you on the telly? <laughs> is the question I'd like yeah, to know. I, I don't know this. I saw somebody else uh, mm. mention this on Twitter. I don't. If I'm on an ad on New Zealand TV, I want to know about it because I've never. I don't mm. know what this is for, or why this is a thing, <laughs> or if it's even me. It's probably someone else. It's probably Jake Gyllenhaal because apparently I look like a fat Jake Gyllenhaal, according to viewers, <laughs> or a crumbled yeah. Elon Musk, or. Just anyone who looks awful, it's me. So I'm not convinced it's me on that TV ad, but if you have any more details, Kimberly, I would like to know, or anyone in New Zealand, if you see me, snap it or tell me what the hell's going on because I want to know if someone's just stolen my image for some sort of bizarre commercial on New Zealand TV, which is something it's, that doesn't happen often. Someone's, someone's done a sexy deep fake of you. <laughs> oh, God. You're getting up to all Someone did that once. Someone has done that. <laughs> And it's quite Lovely. worrying. Someone superimposed my face onto Riottero and it's horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. And <laughs> I think deep fake should be illegal as a result. Um, as for learning Japanese, I don't know if it's worth doing a whole podcast dedicated to it because I feel like language learning is a medium best done visually, not audibly. I don't know. I think there's loads of videos on the Abroad in Japan channel. If you just type in how to learn Japanese tips and advice abroad in Japan, you'll get a playlist of like the numerous videos I've made over the years covering Japanese. And I'd say that's better, but we do have speedy Japanese every week. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, if you are listening, Kimberly, hopefully now you know how to ask for whiskey next time exactly. you're in Japan. There you go. Hope you like whiskey. Valuable <laughs> Japanese there. Uh, we've got one from Ruben. He says, hi, Christopher and Peter. Wow, full names. My name's Ruben. I live in a place called Thornaby in Teesside. I'm sure Pete knows nice. where that is. Do you know where that I is, do. Pete? Where so, is it? where you have to get the train from when you when you have to just come from down down south if you ever uh, go to Harleypool, <laughs> yeah, a change in Thornaby, I seem to recall, um, until the <laughs> Grand Central train started running. <laughs> Some beautiful nostalgic history. Yes, um, my exactly. question says Ruben, is I'm wondering what the Japanese perceived idea of South Korean things are. For example, they erased the Samsung name of their Samsung Galaxy uh, advertising. Um, I think what he's referencing there is Samsung phones. They don't have the Samsung logo on, which I'll get to in a sec. Uh, he oh. says, the Japanese seem very friendly to everyone. Does this include the South Koreans? Thank you for reading out my email, and I hope you and Pete stay safe. Regards, Ruben. Um, I think what you'll find is people here don't really like the South Korean government. They tend not to single out just South Korean people in general, but there's definitely a lot of animosity between the two countries that's often exacerbated throughout the year for political means. And yeah, I remember when Riotro showed me his Samsung phone, 
the name had been taken off the back of it just because they um they don't want to sell as well. Know they don't think, oh, isn't that interesting? Weird, yeah. Well, bearing in mind they're on a bit of, bit of a market leader um, out, out in the yeah, east, yeah. It's, 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 it's a very fascinating situation. And, and I think you've got to remember that um, we have a, a slightly interesting ideas about what um, Shinzo Abe's government is. Like Shinzo Abe is, is and has always been quite right wing, quite authoritarian, mm-hmm. quite, you know, they, they want to ret- return to a, a Japanese, um, you know, mil- militarized uh, uh, capacity and stuff like that. So it's not like... Um, it's not like you've got like uh, um, someone who would be regarded as being centre, well, centre, uh, probably centre right in, in in Britain, like a Barack Obama kind of figure. Like he very much he's uh, he will um, the, the people in his cabinet do pick fights where the, the the fights do not need to be picked. Let's say. Oh, definitely, definitely, <laughs> and he's not at all popular at the moment amongst the population for various things he's done, various mm. shady things. But no, there is a lot of animosity. It's a shame. But nevertheless, there is a lot of tourism between the two countries. And on a person-by-person basis, people here tend to get along. Um, But yeah, it's a a bit of a sore subject. We did do a good podcast comparing South Korea uh, and Japan, though, because both Pete and I visited Korea more or less at the same time, actually, and uh, compared Mm, both countries, pros and cons. So give that a listen. I think that was about two years ago now. Um, Got one from Lauren. I'll hand that over to you, Pete, as I sip on my coffee. Oh, always sipping on that coffee. Unbelievable. Got one from uh, Lauren. Let me just turn my phone to the right. Um, we've got one from Lauren. Uh, hi, Chris and Pete. Uh, greetings from California. Uh, I've been watching Chris's YouTube videos for a few years now and listening to the podcast since it started. I am never disappointed. I've just booked my first trip to Japan for my 30th birthday in March 2021. Exciting. When I travel, uh, I like to generally stay in one area for most of my trip and really get to know the area and locals. I booked a hotel for two weeks in Fukuoka because of cherry blossoms. Uh, they'll be in bloom around about that time and there are a lot of tattoo-friendly uh, onsens in Kyushu. I was wondering if either of you had any other suggestions for activities in Kyushu for late March, early April. Thank you in advance, and keep up the amazing work, uh, Lauren. It's a great plan. Great plan, isn't it, Chris? Uh, I, I, I'm a big yeah. fan of um, just picking one of the islands and uh, and just kind of floating around there. I had a lovely time last time <laughs> I went uh, to to Japan. and uh, Actually, the last two times I went to Japan, I spent in, in, in mainland Kyushu. Uh, in the Kumoto rain. and... In the rain, uh, Miyazaki and Kagoshima <laughs> and places like that. So, yeah, I had a lovely old time. I would f- recommend um, Beppu, the hot spring town. I don't think you've been there yourself, Pete. No. But it's one, it's, it's one of Japan's biggest hot spring towns. And it's really cool because you kind of come over the mountain and it's surrounded by mountains. It's nestled next to the inland sea. And you just see all this steam rising out from different places across the town because of the hot springs, which are kind of spewing out across the... Uh, across the city and it's quite a it's quite a sight to behold um but beppu it's a really nice little town lots of cool back streets to explore the streets the kind of little back streets have steam rising out of vents everywhere so it's got this really kind of cool almost like not a gritty 1980s new york setting um <laughs> but no I, I highly recommend beppu and uh maybe mount Asso as well japan's largest mm. super volcano it's quite the sight to behold have a great time, though, Lauren. You'll have an amazing time. Yeah. Uh, Libby says, Hi, Chris and Pete. Greetings from Chicago, the windy city. I used to listen to your podcast on my way to uni when I started, where I stared out the train window at forests and neat rows of houses, which gave way to warehouses, breweries, and alleyways. Now I listen to it while dusting and vacuuming. Your bright voices keep me entertained while doing mundane chores. My question for you is about nicknames and nickname culture in Japan. My given name is Elizabeth, but I go by Libby. Not the most common nickname, but I love it. In a professional setting, 
how would you go about introducing your nickname? Can you introduce yourself by your nickname or should you give you a full name then explain your preferred name? Keep up the great work and stay healthy. All the best, Libby, which is a difficult name for a Japanese person to pronounce given it's the... Enjoy that, Ribby. <laughs> Ribby. It would, yeah, that would yeah, be a common that, that's mistake. It. Mm. But then Elizabeth is also a tricky one. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, Oh, good lord. Yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah, whichever way she goes, she's it's pretty problematic, <laughs> I guess, isn't it? But I think Ribi must be Ribi would be the uh, would be the preferred one, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's up to you to be honest. I have never introduced myself as Christopher, which you know, just saying the full name makes me shudder. And I imagine you would call yourself Pete when you're here, to be honest, Pete. You'd be like, I'm Peter, Peter Des. It'd be like I, I, yeah, I'd Peter, 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 I usually oh, go Peter. for, because it's just a little bit really? easy, easier for everyone. Yeah, because Peter, rather than Pito, Pito, Pito. <laughs> it's, it's a bit close to Pito, isn't it? So nobody needs that. <laughs> <laughs> the thought had never crossed my mind. Um, yeah, just choose whatever you want, to be honest, Libby. Uh, just go with Libby if you want that. Um it's very rare to introduce your name and then be like, but don't call me that, call me this. Just I just choose what you want and it's fine. If it's the nickname or the name that you want to be called the most, that's the one to go for. So Libby it is, and Libby mm. it shall be. We've got one from Kevin and Noel. Uh, hello, Chris and Pete. My name's Kevin from Lafayette. I can't pronounce that. How do you pronounce that, Pete? Lafayette, Louisiana? Uh, Lafayette, yeah, beautiful. You're not Lafayette. Lafayette. Um, I think there was a was it in True Blood there was a character called Lafayette. I've never watched a single episode of True Blood, <laughs> but I had to do a internet quiz show. I had to administer an internet quiz show, oh, right. so I had to learn a lot of the characters from True Blood. <laughs> and it was filmed in a uh, a graveyard, <laughs> and it was really spooky what? and weird. Um, so I had to do a little crash course in, in in True Blood. But I believe I do believe there's a character called Lafayette in, in that show. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew that would pay off one day? All these, all these years later in the Abroad yeah. Japan podcast by knowing how to pronounce it. Uh, my name is Kevin from Lafayette, Louisiana. My fiance and I are avid viewers and listeners to the uh, podcast and the videos. And our question to both of you is if you could share any traditional Japanese meal with any famous person, alive or dead, what would you eat and who would you share it with? Sincerely, Kevin and Noel. That's a good question. Um, mm. Who would you share it with, Pete? I'm going to put you on the spot. I'd have ramen with the Baha men who, did, who let the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most annoying song why would you choose them solely because it rhymes <laughs> yes solely because it rhymes what have you been doing this week i've been enjoying some ramen with the baja men <laughs> brilliant and, and no further questions i'm taking no further questions i hope you would play the song the infamous song as you eat, <laughs> eat the ramen with the baja men um as for yeah. me i think it'd have to be an assortment of sashimi paired with a fine cloudy sake in the company of Elon Musk, just because I gave him his birthday cake once and I think I deserve like a Tesla Roadster or just a Tesla Model 3 as a result. And I would spend the two to three hours over the meal trying to convince him to give me a car for free because I gave him a birthday cake once. So, <laughs> profitable meal. Well, he's, um, he's had to rename his, uh, his child, hasn't he? Because um, the state of California only allow um, yeah. 26 uh letters and i think you're allowed um some uh uh grammar as well grammar marks as well so there you go <laughs> i didn't know how to pronounce it. it took me half a day to pronounce that name i don't know what they've changed yeah, it to either they, they but... used to they used to i think they just they've basically recreated the characters that they had before in the name 
to uh to just use like hyphens and stuff to make the same sort of looking name. Is it's it, all very Is it a boy weird. or a girl? Can't remember. I think it might be a girl. I think it might be a girl. I'll just call it like Lucy or something. Keep it simple. <laughs> have you seen Lucy, the um, done. Have you seen this have you seen the SpaceX um new spacesuits that they're gonna be using in the uh in the trip to uh, the International Space Station um later I this have week? not. Are they good? Oh my god, give it a Google. They obviously Technology's come on. Uh, the fabrics that they can use has, has come on as well, and it just looks like they're cosplaying, like a really cheap cosplayer as a <laughs> spaceman. Like the suits are so like look thin looking, and, and and they're not very bulky. They look so futuristic, but also a bit crap at the same time. It's really interesting. Brilliant. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see them uh, getting up there. Nice one. I know what I'm doing straight <laughs> after this. Gonna give yeah, it. hugely. <laughs> Got one last message from Josh. I'll let you handle that. Well, I have the final oh, sip Josh of my from, coffee. <clears throat> Josh, is, Josh is from Hartlepool, which is where I'm from. Hello, Chris and Pete. I hope you are both doing well. My name is Josh from Hartlepool. And I'm writing to ask if you have any tips to better my Japanese pronunciation skills. I can't even speak English this morning, so don't ask Terrible, me. Terrible, Pete. Chris, was there anything... I'd, I'm just... I'd, well, for you, for you, you've been up all day, so you're kind of in the routine, you're drinking coffee. For me, this show is the first thing I do in the morning, so I'm going from bed to podcast studio <laughs> do it in the bed um, do it in the bed do it in the bed I'm, yeah next week I'm going to do a show live from the bed um, and I'm writing to ask you if you ask you if you have any uh, tips to better my Japanese pronunciation skills Chris was there any specific you uh, did to not sound like a foreigner butchering the language thanks very much guys keep up the good work from Josh smiley face I got an app which I always talk about called Human Japanese and on that there's uh you can press the buttons on the screen and it tells you each character like ah e u e or like the vowels right mm. and I would literally just press the button over and hear it being pronounced so ah e u e or sa shi su se so and I would just repeat them over and over until I felt like it, what I was saying was exactly the same as the little audio clip on the app so get yourself an app it doesn't have to be Human Japanese but some sort of app where you have all the um, Japanese vowels and characters being read out by someone, then just keep playing it over and mimicking it, mimicking it until you feel you've nailed it. And I found that, uh, I mean, I did that in my first month when I got here and people said my pronunciation at the time was really good. Um, And it was, but then it got worse, to be honest. My pronunciation (laughs) is often criticized online because I let it drop sometimes. I've, I've cocked it up a few times in videos. But when I'm in the heat at the moment, I am all right. I can speak okay. But I would, yeah, I would honestly just listen, keep listening, just repeat it out loud in a room alone where there's no distractions because it can be quite a distraction if there's people around. Um, have you ever done anything like that, Pete, in your studies? What do you mean? As in, like, work on my pronunciation? I remember I, yeah. I, I had a, for about five weeks, I had this guy come around, um, like a little sort of Japanese, a, a little, like a, a, a normal sized uh, tutor. Um, <laughs> a guy come around and teach you a bit of Japanese. Um, but he would, um, there was some miscommunication. He, I'd given him the money for, you know, eight lessons, and he thought that I hadn't. So we had this really sort of couple of awkward kind of episodes where oh he thought I hadn't paid him. He still did the lesson, but he was being really passive-aggressive and needlessly passive-aggressive and, and unprofessional. <laughs> and then he checked his bank account and realized that he'd uh, that he'd actually, you know, the money had actually gone into his account. Um, so it was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was kind of tense. He did uh, compliment me on my pronunciation, though, so there is that. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Why haven't I heard that before? It was so intense. It was so intense. He like he, he, he obviously started with the 
tech forms of everything. And he was sort of running through them and he was just getting really arsy and I couldn't figure out why. And then he, like, he told me over text that you have not paid me. I was like, mate, check your bank account, you absolute maniac. And yeah, it turns out I had paid him. So yeah, pay your tutors. <laughs> yeah, avoid the uh, passive aggressive tutors. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so weird, so random. <laughs> it really is. Uh, weird. But there you go, Josh, some, uh, some beautiful <laughs> tips there. Probably. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys, to abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back same time next week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, stay safe, and we'll be back next Wednesday to do it all over again. Take care. That's a awesome whiskey. Whiskey rock on the rock. production even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.